you want an edge on your sports book? We know that you do, and that's why we are here. Every single day, seven days a week before 11 a.m., we've got the best bets, the best cappers, the biggest sports in the world. So let's get right to it. I'm your leader, the coach, and this is the Early Edge powered by Sportsline. Quick little nugget. We want you to remember, it's not just about this show at Sportsline. We have cappers all over the place ready to fire. If you're not a member, you need to do it right now. We've got a pretty good deal for you coming up later in the show. It's all about college football today. The final college football Saturday in 2020. It's hard to believe that we got here, so let's bring in our cappers right now. Last season, he was number one at Sportsline in college football. Uh, Emory Hunt. Emory, this has got to be the hardest season ever for cappers like yourself last night. For example, we had UTEP, a team that had no quarterback. Uh, they had no offense, hadn't played in over a month and they scored 43 against North Texas. And they threw four interceptions. If I would have told you that, that they threw four <laughs> picks, you would think they got blown out, but that game was really close uh, to me for, for me, at least normally during my, my whole season, I'm at spring practices. I'm at fall practices as far as summer camp is concerned. And with those things being taken away, along with what the protocols have been throughout the season with, okay, guys look like they're going to play. And then on game day, hey, he's a scratch because of COVID-19. It has been tough to really get a good gauge on teams in terms of what they are, what they have depth-wise, and what they're able to do out there on game day. That's why you see the, the results uh, like you do this year because it's so you know wild to predict because of the things that we used to have in place that we don't have this season. We've got to take like the Mike Tomlin approach. No excuses. We just adjust to what the market is. And this year, everybody has to adjust. Our second cap, Tom Fernelli. He's our soccer guru. Guru, Great at college football. Today, by the way, Tommy, uh, this show is going to be in the feed for your Cover 3 podcast. We're excited about that. How are you? I'm good. Happy to be here. I'm like Emery. I took a couple losses yesterday, but you know, didn't feel bad about any of the picks. Like I said on yesterday's show, the only way West Ham can score is on set pieces, and both of West Ham's goals came on set pieces. So you know, sometimes you, you're sometimes you're right and you're still wrong. Well, we're like a great quarterback. You got to forget about the turnovers, and it's all about the next drive. For us, it's all about the next pick. So let's get to it because we got a lot of plays on the board today. So let's start first one: noon Eastern kick in the Big Ten, Illinois at Northwestern. The Wildcats—they appear primed and ready for the Big Ten title game against Ohio State. Will they look past today? Is the question. This line started at fourteen and a half, according to our good friends at William Hill. It has now come down to 14 uh the total coming in at 40 and a half it started at 46 and a half give it to me tom yeah the reason that total is coming down is i'm i'm here in chicago i'm a few miles south of evanston where the game is going to be played and it's not going to be fun for anybody on the field we've got temperatures in the low 40s rain and really high winds about 25 miles per hour and i think those conditions are going to have an impact on this game and i do think it's going to be low scoring so that makes me want to take the illini and the two touchdowns because this is a northwestern team that in its first game of the season was fantastic on offense they scored more than three points per possession but since then They've reverted back to the Northwestern team we saw last year that really struggled to put drives together and getting into the end zone and scoring touchdowns. They're relying on their defense to keep scores low because they just can't outscore opponents. And I look at this matchup, I look at the weather, and this just strikes me as a 23-16 to 16 kind of ugly, sloppy game. So I'm taking Illinois in the two touchdowns just because I don't see Northwestern getting into the 30s, which is where I think they need to get to to cover. 
All right, very good. So Tommy likes Illinois plus the 14. The hook didn't matter to him at all. Next on the board, we go to the ACC. Wake Forest at Louisville. Noon Eastern kick. Louisville favored by two. The total, a robust 63. Wake Forest is covered in five of the last six meetings. Tom, what do you got? Let me recap Louisville's last few weeks for you. First, running back JV and Hawkins opts out for the rest of the year. Then the South Carolina job comes open, and Scott Satterfield, coach, kind of openly flirts with the South Carolina job. Louisville fans find out. The school finds out. He admits it. Louisville has some history with coaches, you know, interviewing for other jobs and saying they're not leaving. Satterfield had to issue an apology. Even the athletic director saying, you know, hey, we talked to him. I'm disappointed, but he's going to stay. And then shortly after that, Tutu Atwell, the team's best receiver, opts out. So you look at the situation surrounding Louisville right now, a team that's only three and seven with, you know, no impressive wins on the resume. And I'm having trouble trying to figure out why they are favored against a Wake Forest team that, in my mind, has been better than they have all season long. And I know Wake's been off for a while. They've dealt with some COVID issues of their own. But I think going into this matchup today, Wake's the better team. And if the better team's getting points, give them to me. Maybe the most impressive thing is that they played 10 games this year when other teams are struggling <laughs> to play four and five. A uh, quick reminder for this show, every single day we've got video on YouTube. We've got audio on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review because you never know when a new show is going to be dropping into your feed. We work 24-7 for you. All right, this third game on the board, I'm going to need both of you. It's one of the pillars of college football. It's Army Navy, but today it's being played on campus at West Point. Only the seventh time, guys, in the great history of this game that that has happened. And obviously, it's because of COVID. Three Eastern, CBS. Let's start with you, Tommy. Uh, what do you like here? Because I know for you, the total, the total is something you always love. Yeah, and I love the total in this game. I mean, I love this game on its own, but then when you look at the betting trends for this one, there's only more to it. This is what I call a service academy under, and when you get two option teams going back and forth against one another, you don't tend to see a lot of possessions on either side of the ball because they run the ball constantly, so the clock never stops, and that limits overall possessions, which limits you know opportunities to score. And that's why since 2005, there have been 46 games between the three service academies. The under is 36, nine and one in those games. And that's why you see that total. You see 37 and a half, 38, depending on where you're at. You're kind of scared. That's kind of low. It's not low enough. Take the under. 15 and two in the last 17 meetings, this under has come in. Now you're seeing on the crawl at the bottom, their army is giving seven. Emery, what do you like on that side of this game? I love that number. I'm laying those points with army defensively. They are much better than Navy. When Navy is good, they've had great defenses, especially on the perimeter. They don't have that this year. I think army rolls in this one. All right, very good. All right, next up, our fourth game, North Carolina and Miami. The Hurricanes coming off a 48-0 whitewashing of Duke a week ago. They are giving three the total. It has a seven in front of it. It is 70 today. The Tar Heels are 4-1 and one against the spread in the last five meetings. Emery, talk to me. A.J. Uh, Blades Jr., the um, the star corner for, for Miami, is going to be out uh, for this game. That's not what you want to hear when you're facing Daz Newsom in that passing game with Sam Howard, quarterback. I love the consistency and continuity that they have on offense. Passing game, run game, they're explosive. Miami, their offense outside of Derrick King tends to be a little hot and cold, so I can't depend on them to hit the ground running. I can depend on North Carolina to do so, 
And you don't know which Miami defense will show up. So I like North Carolina. I'm taking them in the points in this game. A little hot and cold. That's a great description for this Miami team from week to week. Don't worry, everybody. I'm going to recap all these picks at the end of the show. Uh, next game, historically, this is a battle in the SEC. Uh, both teams usually have a lot to play for today. That's not the case. Florida, they still have their eyes on potentially a college playoff spot, but they've got to win today. LSU, it was kind of comical to me this week that they gave themselves a bowl ban when they probably aren't going to qualify for a bowl anyway, but that's another discussion for another time. The Gators are giving 23 and a half, the total at 68 and a half, seven Eastern on ESPN. Emory, what do you got? Yeah. LSU probably was ducking that potential bowl game against the raging Cajuns. They didn't want that smoke. Coming down <laughs> <here>. <laughs> what I like about this game is that LSU is using this as a springboard for 2021, man. And it's the right thing to do. They're playing a lot of freshmen, but when you're playing a team like Florida that has its eyes set not only on the SEC title game, but the playoffs in general and a potential Heisman Trophy winner in Kyle Trask, I think they roll in this one. So lay those points to Florida. LSU is just playing way too many freshmen to go out there and keep this score low. All right, very good. Florida minus 23 and a half. Now, I told you here at Sportsline, we are a team with some of the best cappers in the world, but we're here every single day. Not like a lot of people. We're here every single day. Now, our guy, RJ White, he already has seven NFL picks up for tomorrow. Here's the deal. If you're not a member already and you go and you open an account, I've already cleared it with everybody at the top. We're going to give you 30 free days. If you use the promo code edge, use the promo code edge, get 30 free days and all the picks from RJ white and all of our cappers. Now guys, I know you like to look ahead to the NFL. Is there anything? And Tom, I'll start with you that you're looking at already for tomorrow. Yeah. One of my favorite plays for the NFL this weekend is Buffalo laying the points against the Steelers. I just look at this matchup Steelers. Obviously they lost their first game of the year last week, but they've been kind of sluggish in the last few weeks altogether. And you look at this matchup in particular, this is going to be Pittsburgh's third game in 12 days. That's not easy for anybody to deal with. And it's much more difficult when you're going up against a Buffalo team that's been playing really well as of late. So I like the bills in this spot. I think they're going to get the win and the cover. I agree with Tom. You look at how you know, struggling that Steelers offense was. They were sluggish against Washington. They're facing a red-hot Buffalo team. Mm -hmm. I like that pick as well, laying those points with Buffalo. Yeah, Bills had a lot of energy uh, the other night as well. They really look like they're primed and ready for a playoff run. All right, quickly, let's recap our picks from the show today. Illinois plus the 14 now, dot 14 and a half. Didn't matter to us. Uh, take the 14 points. Wake Forest plus two. Army, Navy, the under. And then Army minus the seven from Emory, North Carolina, plus three against Miami. And finally tonight, Florida laying the 23 and a half against LSU. That's going to do it for us today. Remember, we're here every single day, seven days a week. We'll be back here tomorrow morning, Sunday, with everything NFL. For Tommy, for Emory, for our faithful leader, Jacob, our producer, I am the coach. Remember, this is always a place for your early edge. <laughs>